believe you me, if you think race, guns, abortion are the issues, you are sadly mistaken. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Cosmo Unfiltered, and thank you, Wes, for showing up. You know what? I just can't stay away. Yeah, I appreciate it, brother. You're the man. Not hardly. I do know him, though. You're the man that knows the man. That's right. It's going to be a good one. We get to talk about our biggest regrets in life. Yeah, Bring all that pain and disruption right back up. Love to do that. Yep. All the hangovers. (laughs) The many waking up and not knowing where you're at. (laughs) And who's this 400-pound lady on my arm? Big Shirley. Hey, if this is your first time here, thank you for joining us wherever you are. Social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Shopify, Spotify. Shopify, (laughs) ShipStation. Hell, probably on Shopify now. I'm sure they got a freaking app for it. That's true, yeah. We actually do love that you're here. So thank you. You can't tell. No, you can't tell. We're kind of shitheads like that, but that's okay. Uh, yeah, let's just jump right in. I'm butchering the whole intro on this. No, it's great. It's a different vibe for sure, but um, it is. I think it's going to work. Yeah. I don't regret it yet. Yet. This episode's all about regret. Yeah. Fifty yeah. shades of regret. Fifty shades of regret. <laughs> right now. Biggest regret. My biggest. What's your biggest regret? Oh my! I'm kind of working on it right now. Not. Damn, man, not you guys actively. are fit to have another kid together. You can't be no, doing that No, stop it. Oh, no. sorry. <laughs> As a kid, I my my parents or whatever just I I knew early on I had to have a lot of answers. I had to be I had to make my own way. I had to be responsible. Nobody was going to save me, you know what I mean? So when I was young, like I just intrinsically I just knew like I I was keenly aware of the risks of everything. So I think what that translated into is I, I just took responsibility for things earlier than most people do when they're young like that. Which, again, I'm seeing it with rose-colored glasses because, like, I didn't have to undo a lot of mistakes. Like, I don't have regret in that category. But I do regret not being kind of carefree in a time in my life where I could be. Yeah. You know what I mean? To a certain extent. I'm not saying I wish I would have, like, done something crazy or what. But, like, I just, I always had jobs. There's a lot expected of me. I always had, and, like. You had your shit together at a pretty young age. But, again, like, I did. But at the same time, I didn't really. I didn't do anything. You didn't do dumb no, shit. No, I didn't do. You believe you me. Not that not, I don't feel like I missed out, but I'm just saying the times in your life when you can be carefree and like there's enjoying that and like snorting knowing. coke and banging sixes. <laughs> yeah, all of that. You know, it's it's. A, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying though. Like when I think about like my kid, like I want him to feel my kids. I want them to feel safe enough at home. Not that I'm going to come save them, but that that when they're 13 they don't have to be making 19-year-old decisions. You know what I'm saying? Like, they can, I can be I can be 13 right now and enjoy this moment in my life. Not that they're not going to be hearing it from me about, like, yeah. getting ready for whatever's next, but at least they would have that. You know what I'm saying? They could have both things, have it both ways. Yeah. Is that, do you see, do you think I'm being ridiculous about that? Yeah. Okay. them kids. <laughs> this should be about you, man. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, well. <laughs> oh, man, mine's the opposite. The exact opposite of yours. 
I wish that I had somebody that give a shit about me. Now, don't get me wrong. Like, my parents, you know, they like me, you know. <laughs> Might have too. You know, I was telling somebody the other day, I have, I have never experienced love until I met my wife. I didn't know you could tell people you love them. She's a saint. We didn't, that was never said when I was a kid. Never. I don't, not that I ever remember. My grandmother, I'm sure my grandmother did. Uh, she wasn't, she was only around for like, till I was like 10 or 13, 10 or 13, 13, I think, 13, 14, somewhere in there. But even then, she came from the, you know, years from the Great Depression, you know. Yeah, man. Shut your damn mouth or I'll hit you over the head with a shovel. She actually hit me over the head with a shovel one time. Did she? Like, full on shovel. Yeah, I was being a shithead. I deserved it. Maybe not with a shovel. Not with a shovel. It's like, you know, if you did that right now, you'd get put in jail. You'd That's right. be all over CNN. Get canceled. Yeah. MSNBC. <laughs> with that. Sorry. Fox <laughs> would have a segment about how productive it can be to beat yeah. the kids with a shovel just to oppose the other networks. Fox would have something on there like, this kid f***ed up grandma's shovel. <laughs> <laughs> kid dense shovel. Perfectly good shovel with head. Disrespectful little shit. <laughs> I was. I was being a shit, man. But I didn't, like, I, I had, z- like, no guidance in life. None. Yeah. None. I mean, none. We were running the streets at five years old. Yeah. Out till midnight, one o'clock. Old enough to be out of the out of traffic or whatever. I say five years old. Probably wasn't five. But I was probably six or seven. Oh, five years old. We, I could go anywhere I wanted to. That's crazy. Anywhere. My son will be five this year. I can't. I can't imagine that. Imagine him right now on a bicycle coming home at nine o'clock at night. He thinks he can go wherever he wants. Yeah. But. Uh-uh. No, we did. We did. I, I had none. I, you know, and I realized the other day, I, I can't remember where I was at. Oh, I know. I know. This was, I was going to tell you this. Like, I think everybody that's, you know, been around for a while now knows my story and knows that 48 years old, I found out my dad wasn't my dad. Right. And I've never met my real dad. Don't even, you know, I've heard he was dead, but I don't even know what to believe anymore, you know. So he may be dead, he may be alive, but I have never in my life until I was 50 years old has somebody said to me, good job, son. Dang. I I went for a golf lesson and the instructor, he's an older guy. I was, I was doing what he said and he said, he said, damn, son, you're doing a good job, man. Good job, son. And like I got in the truck and I was like, after I was leaving, I was like, I've never had anybody tell me good job, son, huh. which tells me I've never really had a father. I had a dad, you know, right. which, you know, my dad stepped up and he did the right thing. But, you know, apparently he knew, you know, so. Kept it from you. Yeah. But you, well, you just, you, you know. Probably thought he was doing what was best for you. I don't care what anybody says. If you don't, you're, you say you love your, the, those kids like they're your own, but. You know, I guess, and I guess it's possible, but in my head, I go, do you? Sure. And maybe I'm just speaking from, you know, experience, what I know, you know, but I'm like, do you? I don't think it's possible. I don't think it's possible to love another, somebody else's kid like you love your own kid in that scenario. Yeah. But I was like, holy shit, I've never in my life had somebody tell me, good job, son. And that me up man yeah. i was like what the f- i got f- cheated you know sure so i'm not going to turn this into an emdr <laughs> <therapy session. laughs> 
tapping. Yeah. I, I was thinking about that. No one's ever told me good job, son. And, and I probably, that's probably why I try so hard to impress or, you know, like to win all the time because yeah. I, I'm see, I seek that. I, I've, you know, I've never got it. But when that guy said it, like literally, just I, stuck I still out. haven't told, I haven't told anybody that. You're the first, well, now nah, we told, we just told that, a bunch of people. So, so next time all you. You're gonna get some random guy. Oh, it's our kind job, son. Thank you, man. Thank you, thank you, Dad. You're my dad now. You're my father. I'll give you all the Playboys back. (laughs) (laughs) I stole out of the hurt locker. Uh, My biggest regret. My biggest regret is I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you my regret, and then I'm gonna tell you on the other side of it. My biggest regret is that I didn't come around to being business savvy faster. You made up for lost time, though. I was in my forties, but I, then I go, "Hey, man, you know the f- best time to plant a tree was twenty years ago. Next best time is right the f- now, man. Yeah, so yeah. F- up. Quit yeah. bitching. You know, give yourself a little bit of grace and compassion. You figured it out at least. Yeah, you made it. You know, they said ninety-eight point seven percent of people, like literally, the entrepreneurs make up under two percent. Really? Yeah, that's crazy. And they say that's why you always see it on the news. You know, the news channels dogging businesses and business owners and entrepreneurs and people that make it in the mm. life because they're selling garbage to the other ninety-seven point percent, right? Majority, ninety-eight percent, something. And I was like, "Yep, they're easy target." But honestly, if the one point seven five percent of all entrepreneurs told you to f- off, we would we would absolutely collapse the U.S. economy. Yeah, there's too many. Too many. Well, I mean, it's it's too critical. Whatever they're doing, like, yeah. I, and I heard this the other day. Uh, I'm not trying to. This is my biggest regret, but I'm kind of taking up for myself right now. Anybody that thinks the government is the the way out is so sadly mistaken. Yeah. At the at the rate technology and information is being produced right now, the United States, all governments. The, the next world order won't be about governments at all because governments move so slow. Yeah. Every two hours, every two hours, think about this, since the beginning of time to, I think it was 2000, the end of 2003, that amount of information and technology is being recreated every two hours. Think about that. It's crazy. That's why you're seeing humans come unwound. Right. Do the shit. Because the the amount of information that we can handle versus the amount of information that's being generated, it's not even, believe you me, believe you me, if you think race, guns, abortion are the issues, you are sadly mistaken yeah they talk about quantum computing that's just the shiny shit to get yeah. your dumb ass to not pay attention to what the is really going yeah, it's like on. it's the boogeyman yeah they talk and about I, and i don't want to sound like the boogeyman but i mean i'm telling you right now gun issues you can because even if you snapped your finger right now you can't make that and wiped every gun out of the u.s by the way the uh u.s population is the largest army in the world yeah and there's more guns than Can humans. you imagine the f- coming out of the woods here oh, if geez. somebody put a foot on they, here? They could they could never. No, no. But 
if you could snap your fingers and erase all of the weapons off the face of the earth, I want you to think about this. Technically, within two hours, they could all be recreated. Yeah, enough 3D printers. You know they're 3D printing shit now? Oh, yeah. Weapons? Yeah. Yep. And I'm not talking like, you know, I can get your, like your, a Glock. Your, your common, everyday, run of the mill gel shank. I'm talking fully automatic weapons. That's crazy. It's only a matter of time for the uh, WMDs. I still don't believe that. You're not going to 3D print enriched uranium. Yeah. You're not going to keep it in your house. Hold on. Hold on. I think you're missing the point. I mean, well, shit. Let's just be honest. Like, we've seen people buy plutonium and shit before, you know, not to mention, you know, the countries that have it that aren't very friendly. Right. And all it takes is one of those dudes just to sneak a little bit out. You know, it's totally possible. <laughs> He's going to keister some and leave totally the compound. Totally possible. Totally possible. For another day. For another day. Yeah. When we do our doomsday episode. <laughs> our doomsday. And <laughs> Apocalypse. we would have the preppers coming out of the f***ing Oh, they're just waiting for it. And you better have some beans and rice at that. <laughs> I know I do. <laughs> My biggest regret is I wish that I'd learned more about business earlier. But then I tell myself, like, it wasn't, that wasn't the way it was set up. Yeah. It, it wasn't the way things unfolded. One time yet. Be grateful for where you are now. My second biggest regret, and you've heard me say this before, is being on my deathbed, taking my last breath, and having a regret. Yeah. Now, obviously, there's things I wish I'd have done better or different or whatever, but I, I, that's probably my biggest regret is, not experiencing or doing or taking the step or whatever to not have a regret. Yeah. Got to leave it all in the field. Yeah. So when I die, you know, hopefully it's fast, you know, but if it's not, I can go, man, I showed up. I played. Yeah. I played the game. I didn't sit on the sidelines. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll, uh, before we end this, I'll, I'll leave everybody with this. Uh, just so you know what happens before you die. I had a Navy SEAL tell me, he said, uh, you think your life flashes before your eyes, but that's not what happens at all. All your regrets do. And I was like, damn, I ain't going to do that. I don't nope. want that. Nope. I don't want that. So, yeah, we'll end on a high note. We'll end on a high note. <laughs> Get out there and don't screw it up. So, hey, I want to thank everybody for watching. If you love what we're doing, leave us a comment. Tag us on social media at Cosmo Unfiltered. Share this with a friend, and we'll catch you in the next video. Peace.